Hey, and welcome to the Dr. Nicolia Show, where we talk about living intentionally and by design and all things related to the subconscious mind. Every other Tuesday, I release a new episode where we talk about in-depth topics to help you bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to be. I'm so excited that you're here joining me. Now, let's dive in and get started. Hey, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, depending upon when you're listening to this podcast episode. I am pumped about today's topic. It's interesting because um, for me, I have been working on this podcast for some time. And when I first built it, I was like, man, am I going to, you know, have enough ideas to keep it going? And it seems like it never fails. Like I always get either a question from a client or someone will post on, you know, my blog or give me feedback on my podcast in my DMs or something like that. And it always gives me insight about things that I want to dive in and talk about. And so recently I had a really good client of mine. She's awesome. Um, And shout out to you. You know who you are. But she is in school to become a therapist right now. And she's been toying with the idea of like, does she really want to move forward and build out this coaching business? Does she want to do therapy? And about a month ago, she made a decision, which I was really proud of. And she decided that she wanted to do both and kind of blend the two together. And I love this so much because I myself have a counseling degree and moved into the coaching space. And to be honest, I don't want to say it was a seamless transition, but it was a smooth transition for me because I already love people. I already love helping people and supporting people and giving back and lending an ear and all the things that great therapists and great counselors and great coaches do. And so um, when she reached out to me today, she actually asked me, she said, you know, with this, what would you say is the biggest difference? And since she's in school and she's new to this process, but she's also just started with the Elevate Method, I know this can be a question that many people contemplate. And I'm a firm believer that when one person has the question, multiple people have the question. And so today I want to dive in and I want to talk about the difference between coaches and counselors. So before we do that, I want to share a little bit about my journey So I've always loved helping people. You know, I remember being maybe about 13 years old and going to the movies with my mom and I had to go to the bathroom and I walked into the bathroom and I'm literally drying my hands and some grown adult lady walks up to me and she's sobbing and she's like, can I just share something with you? Like I have nobody to talk to. And she shares this like elaborate story about like how she needed to leave her boyfriend. He wasn't good for her. All of these things. I'm thinking in my head like, wow, I just wanted to watch a movie. But for some reason, I gave off an aura that she could trust me. I remember shortly after that, um, not shortly after, but a few years later, I was at the grocery store and a lady stopped me in the grocery store. I remember it was it had to be it had to be a couple years after that because I had just moved down to college. And I remember just finding this local grocery store and a lady walked up to me and she started telling me about how excited she was about like buying a motorcycle and no one in her family liked it. And she was just going to live her best life and she didn't care what people wanted and all these things. And I had so many more of those experiences in between time, not to mention I had friends and family members that would just spill things to me. And so I always think that I've been called to be a counselor. I had a school counselor when I was in school who really helped me through a very difficult time during my teen years. Um, My mom was going through a rough divorce and um, there was a lot of like abuse in the home, Um, not from my mom, but from her ex-husband. And so 
I remember I had a counselor who just really saved space for me. It was really, really supportive and uh, changed my life. And so when I went to school, it was like a no brainer. Like, I'm like, I'm going to be a counselor. I want to help people. And this just seems like the answer. So I got into counseling. My undergrad is in psychology and then I have a double master's. So I have a master's um, both in education, but one is focused on clinical counseling and the other one is focused on school counseling. And so I loved, 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 loved what I did. I worked with kids who lived in traumatic homes. I've worked with kids who have witnessed violence. I've uh, worked with court ordered cases with families. Um, I've worked with couples. I've worked with adults. I've worked with kids ages four all the way through 18. Um, I've worked in crisis. So there was a point where I worked in what I would equate to like a psychiatric emergency room where I worked um, and helped people that were in psychosis or people that had like attempted suicide and had really injured themselves. I mean, I've done, if you name it, I've done it. All that to say, like throughout this process, I really came to a point where I wanted to starting start to niche down. I wanted to figure out like, where did I fit and what did I like to do? And I came to a point where I was working with really young kids and to be very transparent, I had really young kids at home and I was working with kids the same age. And so needless to say, I felt really burned out with that age group. And so at the time I was working on the second part to my master's and I was getting um, my school counseling license and I decided to intern in the middle school. And anyone who knows me knows that there, if there's a challenge, I want to contradict that challenge. So I remember I had a professor who was like, middle school has the highest turnover rates. Like no one wants to work in middle school. And I'm like, um, okay, well I'll give it a go. You know, that'd be an easy place to find an internship and I'll prove to people it can't be as bad as, as, as they think. (laughs) So I decided to work in middle school and loved it. Absolutely loved it. So for a long time, I worked with middle schoolers as a school counselor. Um, I, I pulled away from clinical work because there was, um, it was, it was very hard. There, there's a concept called secondary trauma. Um, I learned about this when I worked with, with rape victims where I um, helped them, you know, healing and just d- discovering their self-worth. But I would have a lot of trauma associated with things that, that happened to them. Like they would share these elaborate stories and it traumatized me to the point where I'd check my bed and underneath my bed. And, you know, it, it made me very, 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 very overwhelmed. And so to protect my energy um, and to heal a lot of that, I decided that I wanted to move into a school setting and not to like, I wish I could go back and tell my younger self, like school settings don't have any less trauma than the clinical work. Um, The one thing with school though, is that um, there's a lot more flexibility with time. When I was in clinical, I'd work with kids and sometimes I'd get off at five o'clock and sometimes if I'd get there and they had been abused, I couldn't leave until children's services was involved or until a family member could get them. And I was working until nine o'clock sometimes. And so I knew, you know, with my family structure and and the way I needed to be available for my daughters, I needed to find something that was more um, aligned with their schedule. So that's when I moved into school and loved the work that I did, but I also still really loved clinical work. So I did a really good balance where when I left the agency, quote unquote, I had a couple uh, clients that I was working with that were on the spectrum. And um, that's really hard for them to build rapport. And because I had a good, healthy relationship with them, I decided to keep them up, keep them on um, as what we would call per unit. So I didn't have like a full contract with the agency anymore, but I would work with, you know, one or two clients at a time around my schedule. So maybe on the weekend, maybe one evening a night, a week or anything like that. And then I worked fully in the school setting. Um, loved all of this, right? Loved being able to help people, loved being able to lend a listening ear. I just felt really in alignment. 
But then there came a point in my life when I went through my divorce where I just felt like a lot of things were shaken up. And anyone who's been through a divorce or a major life transition, you can attest to this. When things shake up in your life, it starts to make you wonder, like, what is my purpose beyond what it is that I do? And so I leaned in to decide to write a book. And when I wrote my very first book, many of you have heard this story before, so I won't like I won't talk about it forever. But when I wrote my first book, I was able to become a best-selling author. From there, people um, started reaching out to me, asking me to help them write books. Um, and then I was like, wow, I wonder, you know, as going through this rough season in my life as a single mom, I was like, I wonder if I can monetize this, like support people with something I'm passionate about, but monetize it. And that's how I landed in the coaching space. And I love, 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 love coaching. Um, for me, it felt like counseling had a lot of red tape rules and restrictions. There's a lot of things that with counseling you can't do. Um, for example, one of my very first clients as a coach was my aunt and I did a lot of productivity support with her. And, um, whereas in counseling, that's kind of like crossing the lines, right? But I was able to really help my aunt in a way that I wouldn't have been able to do as a counselor. Um, there's rules and restrictions about like what you share, um, so, for example, when I was working with people who were abused and they would all say, well, you know, you don't understand, you don't understand. And while I have not been able to be in their exact scenario, I can show empathy because, you know what, I also lived in a home where there was a lot of abuse. Right. But I was always really careful around whether or not I was allowed to share that. Whereas with coaching, I feel like you're allowed to share your life. You're allowed to open up and give that insight. And that helps people to draw to you because they see those parts of you that they can relate to, those parts of you that they can resonate with. And so those, you know, those are some of the insights that I started to discover along the way. So with coaching and counseling, there's a lot of different Things and there's a lot of overlaps. So counselors, when I think of counselors, counselors are the people that seek to discover issues in clients that are blocking them from moving towards their success. So they'll use different techniques like cognitive behavioral therapy or solution brief focus therapy or different tools like that to understand the issues and to bring healing and closure so that clients can move forward. Okay. Um, Coaching is very similar as well. So with coaching, you're opening up space for clients who are presenting with various issues and you're you're getting insight from them. Like, where are you struggling? What's going on with you? What do you need support with? And opening up that space, being a good listening ear and then using different modalities or tools to support them at healing it. Now, the difference is with counseling, people typically see a counselor because they have symptoms of different like mental health issues or they want to feel better. They want to be able to show up better in their life. And, and with counseling, you're helping your clients by increasing their insight, by increasing their awareness and helping them get to the root of their issues and any problematic thinking that's surfacing that's preventing them from moving forward. What I find a lot with counseling is there's a lot of focus on the past and healing the past and the way the past has prevented you right here, prevented you from moving forward or impacted you right here and right now. Counselors work with people with mental health conditions or symptoms that are similar to mental health conditions. They work with people that have substance abuse issues. Um, they work, I did that work actually, I just thought about that. I did a lot of substance abuse work as well. They work with people who have relationship difficulties, so family therapy or um, counseling after divorce, that sort of thing. They work with people who have trauma and then they work with people who have, you know, grief or loss. And I mean, really, there's endless amounts of things, but those are just some kind of the ideas and insights. 
And the difference is with counseling, you're essentially able to do that because you have a degree, because you've gone to college and because you've gone through all of these tests and this rigorous curriculum to really know that you can support people on a very, very, very different level. So I apologize about that. <laughs> I thought I turned my um, phone on do not disturb. So it it's rigorous curriculum that prepares you for working with people on a deeper level if that makes sense okay whereas coaching with coaching what I find is that coaching tends to focus more on present issues and the future so the past will definitely come up but it's more of like okay how can we leverage what we've learned from the past and move towards what it is that we want to create in the future coaches really help people identify their vision and their goals and things that they want to move towards and the limiting beliefs or the obstacles or the upper limits that are blocking them from being able to move toward that, okay? With coaching, there's a lot of guidance and support, and there's a lot, a lot, which is, to me, this is a big difference, is there's a big emphasis on accountability. Um, what I have found is that with counseling, it's very much like here's what we do. We meet together and then you kind of do it and then we'll check in next week. Whereas with coaching, there's typically a lot more accountability involved in the process. And with coaching, you're not giving people the answers. You're opening up a listening ear. You're asking extremely powerful questions that help your clients to think in expansive ways and to discover that they already have the answers within them, okay, which is really powerful because coaches essentially work with people who are pretty healthy, um, pretty fun like high functioning, but they're not at, they haven't reached their greatest potential and they want the strategies to be able to do this. So with coaching, there's a lot of mindset modalities. There's a lot of helping people uncover, um, geez, I don't know why it's not working. I apologize. Um, there's a lot of like mindset modalities and just helping people uncover those things that um, are getting in their way of the success that they desire to create. So that's what I love about, you know, coaching and counseling because there's a, a, a massive difference, but then there is some overlap. Now, I will be totally transparent. For me, I have been a counselor and I've been a coach. I have also been on the consumer side where I've worked with counselors and I have worked with coaches. So I have a very unique lens. And I think that the thing that people often misunderstand is that you have to kind of pick one or another. But what I found is that there were points in my life where I had a counselor to, you know, help me heal after, you know, my divorce and with heavy emotions or just uncovering some of the inner child wounds that were coming up from growing up with abuse. But then at the same time, I've had, you know, coaches that have supported me with moving towards my vision and increasing my high functioning and showing up more in my life more intentionally, right? So it doesn't necessarily have to be one or the other, it can be that you're being intentional about kind of blending the two, which is great. You get the best of both worlds within that dom domain and that dynamic. Um, and that's what I really, really love about this entire process that you don't have to necessarily pick or decide between the two. And so if you've been kind of on the fence and trying to decide, one of the things that I like, I'd love for you to be able to consider is, is where are you at right now? Like, what are the things that are coming up for you? What additional supports are, are you trying to focus on? What additional supports feel aligned for you or feel good for you? Um, what are things that you want to move towards? What are things that you want to move beyond, right? Both counselors and coaches 
can help individuals who want to make changes in their lives. And when you identify the change that you want to make and you identify where it is that you want to go, then you can determine what is the best fitting support that you want. Okay. And you can start to see where you're going, where you'll need support and where you're going to get the best support. Okay. The point is not to make you choose or me to tell you that coaching is better than counseling or counseling is better than coaching. The point is to arm you with information so that you can start to take steps that move you toward getting the support that you desire and deserve. Okay. So I'd love for you to take some time to really contemplate what feels aligned for you, what you're looking for in support, because all in all support is the most powerful thing that you could ever get. And this is why it's something that I'm constantly investing in and something that I also prioritize giving to my clients as well, right? There's nothing, I wouldn't ask my clients to do something that I myself wouldn't do, you know? So I wanted to take some time to add in this episode because I just felt like it was so important to address this common question that I know many people run into or consider or wonder or even overthink. Um, And I wanted to take time to really just touch on it because I felt like I had such a unique perspective as a counselor and as a coach myself. So I trust that this episode was insightful and informative to you and I look forward to hearing your feedback. So if you have questions, um, feedback, all the things, feel free to pop in and DM me on Instagram. Also, if we're not connected there, let's freaking connect. I love to connect beyond even just this podcast episode because I'd like to learn more about you and your journey to where you're going as well. So I am Nicolia Williams on Instagram and I'd love, I'd love to connect. Oh, one more thing that just popped in my head as I, as I'm contemplating and thinking on this as well, is that with counseling and coaching, you can definitely get support based on your needs. So if you, for example, are battling with anxiety, you can find a counselor that specializes on working with anxiety. If you, for example, are, you know, struggling with the steps to building a business, you can find a coach that helps you to build out a business. And so that's what I love. But there are a lot, again, benefits of integrating both coaching and counseling. Both counselors and properly trained coaches can help individuals who want to make changes in their lives, okay? And so you don't necessarily have to pick one or the other, but you can find a creative way to be able to integrate the two to be able to ultimately create the success you desire and deserve. Let's make it a great day, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Dr. Nicolia show today. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I want to hear all about it. Your words and your feedback add so much value to this show. So here are three additional ways you can continue to support. First, leave a review. Your feedback helps me to show up and support you at a greater level. Two, share, share, share. If you love today's episode, take a screenshot or highlight your favorite quote that stood out to you and share it on your social media account. Be sure to tag me at Nicolia Williams as well. It brings me so much joy to see you engaging and sharing all of your takeaways. Plus, every time you share with someone, it gives them a chance to also enjoy the show. Three, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. For now, that's all I have. I'll see you on the next episode of The Dr. Nicolia Show.